The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are lower, bouncing along the bottom. We are brought to you by SS&C. More experience, superior technology, independence, and expertise. That's how SS&C drives the future of fund administration. SS&C, they are the future of fund administration. Now over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Averages are under pressure today. Feds Williams and Lockhart see at least two rate increases in 2016. Dow is currently lower by 202 points. S&P's dropped 22 and Nasdaq falls 61. The Dow and the S&P are back below their 50-day moving averages and the small cap 600 drops 12 points. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.76%. Nine out of 10 S&P sectors are lower, led by losses in staples, utilities and healthcare. Small gains in energy. Dow Transports outperformed, gained 46. Nazabotex fall 25. And the VIX is higher by 8%. Dow leaders to the downside included Home Depot, American Express, and Microsoft. Small gains for Caterpillar and DuPont. Avi fell as much as 6% on Humira patent concerns. Home Depot dropped 2.6% after its results, while United Rentals jumped as much as 9%. Citigroup said the company was poised to gain on a 2017 rental rate rebound. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie. All right. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Casting live from the Kimpton Morrison House Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia, in the Washington metro area, home to Bloomberg 99.1 and 105.7 FM HD2. And, uh, you know, Kathleen, uh, one of the things that everyone seems to rely on is uh, an understanding of the government's position and the Internet. And, of course, save the Internet, net neutrality, all very important topics. And here to help us understand it a little bit better is a Brad Barker. Brad is a senior analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. And, of course, Bloomberg Intelligence provides real-time research, context on a variety of industries and all types of government and market factors. Just type B-I-GO into your Bloomberg. Brad, thanks very much for spending time with us. Tell us a little bit, what is net neutrality and what is going on with the court system when we're waiting for a big decision? Sure. Thanks, Pim. Hello, Kathleen. Thanks for having me here. So net neutrality <clears throat> essentially prevents um, ISPs from creating uh, fast lanes on the Internet. In other words, they can't charge a Netflix or somebody else similar extra money to make sure that they connect you to, to, uh, to the end user, which is us, the customer. Now, that decision is going to be handed down by the D.C. Circuit Court 
on any Tuesday or Friday at 10 a.m. going forward. Now, that's important for a couple of reasons. Uh, first reason is there are two rules going on at the FCC right now which would be impacted by this. The first one are ISP privacy rules. What these rules do is they would give the consumer the ability to opt out from having their uh, data collected by the ISPs, such as Comcast or Verizon, and then have that data then be sold to advertisers. This is something right now that Facebook and Google are allowed to do because they're regulated under the FTC and not the FCC. Well, so... Who is who's fighting whom here, and who's leading the charge on each side? Sure. So, on, on net neutrality, what you have, you have AT and T and CenturyLink have, have filed suit, and the FCC is on the other side of this. And most people seem to think that the FCC will most likely win this decision. Now, you could we could. Decide. But who is the FCC representing? The FCC didn't just wake up one morning and say, "Let's go after it," did it? Sure. The, the FCC is representing the American public. Um, they passed net neutrality rules in 2015, which, you know, would, would, would not allow the, the, the internet providers to charge fast lanes for companies out there, as, as well as create winners, you know, because if, if they could charge, say, a Netflix extra money, and then if you had another company who was smaller and was unable to pay that fee, you know, Netflix could connect to the consumers faster. Brad, you mentioned uh, rule number one. What was rule number two? Uh, now, if the the net neutrality rules are upheld, it is expected that the FCC will then go after um, uh, the, the the zero rating plans, which are free data plans, which are currently being offered by by uh, T-Mobile, who which which allows you to connect to Netflix. Apple Music, Amazon Prime, and you can stream your stuff on their on their phones uh, 24/7 for free. Now, a lot of people feel that this is violating the tenets of net neutrality, and everyone seems to think that if the rules are upheld, that the FCC will then tell T-Mobile st- to shut this down. You have Sprint, who just yesterday announced that if you sign up for their plan, you'll get Amazon Prime for free for a year. They could also do the same thing with uh, AT&T and Verizon also have their similar plans. Well, Brian, to a certain extent, it's a battle here between people who who do a lot of streaming online and listen to lots of music and watch a lot of movies on their mobile phones and people who don't, who say they're clogging it, they're slowing it down, they're doing it at my expense. Is that – because it, it isn't just clear-cut who wins and who loses here. Well, so, so, that, so that's, a good, that's a good question. You know, under net neutrality, bottom line – if the rules are shut down, that will allow the, the, the Internet service providers, Verizon, AT&T, Comcast, Time Warner Cable, etc., to charge other, other companies money to use their, their pipes, so to speak. If the rules are upheld, all the Internet companies would not have to, to pay anything for using the pipes, and anybody could, you know, could, could go online and surf the web and connect to any, any company and not have to pay extra for it. 
Well, Brad Barker, hats off to you. This is a very, very important issue and a very complicated one, and you do a great job day in and day out at covering for us uh, here on Bloomberg Intelligence, Bloomberg LP. Brad Barker, in fact, is a senior analyst. He's usually in the Washington metro area. He's in Bloomberg World Headquarters in New York City today. Pim Fox and I are in the Washington metro area because we're broadcasting live at the Kempton Morrison House Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia. And, of course, the Washington metro area is home to Bloomberg 99.1 and 105.7 FM HD2. This is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank. Ask about their My Community Interest checking with free New York Community Bank online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more. Visit mynycb.com for details. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.